0: I, Sea Voyager, welcome to Eternum, an ancient land of fantastical legends. The lore Seekers, three of the finest storytellers of the New World, await your arrival. They'll spin ye a tale of mystery and adventure. So grab an ale and rest ye self from your journey across the cursed seas. <laughs> Beats. Bears.
1: Battlestar Galact. Oh, man. I had a quote from that movie, and I realized that... That's a show. That it's not a I movie. I, no. Um, okay. Sorry. Where are we going? I've got it's... nothing. No, because if oh. I say it, we're going to have to edit it out. So there's that. <laughs> That's where my head's at tonight. <laughs> it's right off the top. Yeah. It was. It was nasty. <laughs> oh.
0: So... What's sh- oh wait, hey, we should probably do the real thing. Hey everyone, welcome. This is uh, the Lore Seekers Podcast for New World. We are your hosts. I am Jibs, joined by Cash. Hey, oh friends. And Champ. What to do, baby? What to do? And for everyone tuning in, thank you so much for hanging out. We appreciate you. Before we get started, though, if you want to get something for free on us, visit audibletrial.com forward slash seekers You sign up for the free 30-day free trial, and you, friends, get... Two free audiobooks, if you're a Prime Amazon Prime member. One if you're not. Uh, on us. Keep your service going. Cancel. Either way, it's legit. 100% free. I've done it many a time for previous shows I used to listen to many years ago. So anyway, if that's your ditty, if that's your thing, check it out. Lottobletrial.com forward slash seekers. Gentlemen. Ah, it's good to be back in the hot seat. Reunited it,
1: and it feels so good. It It does feel good. But it feels a little bit less good because we're we're missing somebody tonight.
0: We are. Solace couldn't be here.
1: No. Sad friends. Panda. Yeah. Solace is um, super busy at work for the uh, next couple of weeks. Um, He's yeah. Super busy at work. Swamped. Basically, yeah. Super swamped. He's launching something that's that's a really, really big deal for uh, him and his company. So, um Yeah. Or without him. I'm sure he's out there somewhere, but
2: he told me uh, he went to War as Mexico to get some tequila. Are you sure he's at work? I wonder if he went to Cuba for some cigars.
1: Oh. Ah. There's no way he's getting back with those cigars. <laughs> unless he keys. I don't know. He's, unless he keisters them. I mean, I he ca- he people called people JV about that. that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, if anyone's first episode is tuning in and that's what they hear, they have no context to that. I'm not even going to give it to them. Well, We're just going to leave it well,
1: alone. Wait a minute. No, no, let's back up. It's it, even, a, even a first-timer that's coming here listening to the show wants to know how to or something, get it across the border. <laughs>
0: you don't. You dig a tunnel. That's I'm what sorry. you do.
1: You start digging. You get your gathering seal up. You got to mine a little. Uh, <laughs> those are expensive cigars, I got to tell you. Their package is a little wrinkled, but...
2: Is it's, a it's a star metal level. It's a uh, star metal level. Because if so, you better get to work. Yeah, it absolutely is levels, at least. I
1: ah, care. star metal. I, you know, I know that like a lot of people are are past star metal at this point, but it's still, is it still not super exciting every time you see star metal? Yes. It's exciting. You just start running towards it like, oh my God. It's arriving. I it's don't, don't nobody else gets to it before I do. Ah! It's mine! <laughs> and and it's here's the other true. thing. You always go for the biggest one, don't you? I know you. You yeah. always go for the biggest you one don't? first.
2: No, because the big ones have less than the little ones. No. Yes.
1: I'm such a noob. A new world noob. Wait, wait, wait. New Say world. that again.
0: Say that one more time.
1: Some of the ore, the smaller ones
2: drop more than the big ones do. I I'm not going to tell you which thing. ones because <laughs> I want you to I want you to go figure it out because okay. I can see you standing there now going, ding, ding. I am. That was a big one. Ding, ding. He's lying. I just I, know how you are. I, absolutely. There is a cluster
0: of star metal of six nodes immediately north, south, east, west of uh, Weaver's Fin, the main city. I'm totally going to go test that now. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he's going to be right behind you. And when you go for the small ones, he's going to go for the big one. I'm telling you. It's a ploy. Am I getting trolled right now? Yes.
2: Uh, oh. There's only one way to find out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's the eyebrow. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> you got your game. Oh,
0: well, fellas, it has been another week. We are another week down. New world's lifespan. And uh, you know, I gotta say, servers changed a little. It's a little
1: different this week. It it is it's a little different and I, maybe it's just me but I, like am i the only one noticing that there's there's some niceness going on yeah i think people are settling in i think i think maybe some of the trolls have either left or just maybe at least settled down yeah but it seems to me that um there's a few more people throwing heels out there's a few more people stepping back not stealing your stuff uh you know like stealing the skinning on your kill yeah um i'm noticing some new world fam coming into play.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, the first thing I was I was running around with K uh, mama today while she was um, questing or whatever. And uh, there's no bigger flex than when you're 20 levels above everything and you one shot in front of your in front of your wife. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you killed him one shot." <laughs> like, yeah, baby, <laughs> yeah, 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 are yeah up. baby.
1: Your, your neck beard's much bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, Good uh, job. Anyway, it's just like I love helping people in this game. If I hear someone fighting, I immediately pan over to the directions coming from. Like, do you need help? I'm here.
1: <laughs> do
0: you
2: need help? <laughs> do you need help?
1: <laughs> Charged in unannounced with the axe. But anyway. I love it. I love it. And I um I, I do have to say too, um when I log in and I see you guys playing with your spouses. And I see the fact that your spouses who aren't, were not gamers until this game. And I see them enjoying, enjoying their time and, you know, shaking it up with people in discord. And that's, that's pretty, pretty joyful to see that. It's pretty cool.
2: It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an experience because I've known you guys for years and she's heard me talk about you guys for years and not just, you got Spin, Viking, Pip. All of the face, Sonny, you know, all the people that we've we've known for years. And she never met you guys like this. And now she talks to you on a daily basis. And now she understands why video gaming is so important for just my stability. And I know it sounds kind of weird, but this is nope. where my friends are. And this is where my this is where my peace comes from. And we have a great community and there are going to be bumps. They're going to be bruises, right? We're going to have issues time to time. But the beautiful thing about it is anyone that comes to our community knows who we are and what we're about. And that's yeah. the beautiful thing about it. They know that we are about supporting everyone. We're about helping everyone. And that means even the spouses who've never played a game before. Yeah. And if anybody says anything in chat, generally somebody tries to help. Or we go running. How many times have we have I killed that big-ass bear that kills everybody? Yeah. 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 I mean, I've been up there probably 25 times in the last week because people are like, hey, I need help with the bear. We go to the bear. That's what they were talking about in company chat with the big old bear. I didn't know what they were
0: talking about. I was... Okay. That makes sense now. All right.
1: Yeah, he's, we're in New
0: World. Oh, my he's God. He's the hogger it's a of New game. World. game. I want to yeah, throw the all the way world. from Indiana.
2: <laughs> I'm going to send it thousands <laughs> dry of miles ice, over there. Dry ice, a punch in the throat, send it to him. It <laughs> opens it up. Oh, this was my fist.
1: <laughs> so you know what's funny, you guys, is, um, you know, like like when I go to work, like for the longest time at work, I've always just kind of hid the fact that I was a gamer. And then eventually it just came out and I just, I rolled, I rolled with it. But I had a conversation with a member of my crew the other day and super good dude, but it blew him away when I told him that my, my bestest, bestest friends are states and states away. And We come together, we rally around like this, this community of gamers. We spend an inordinate, an inordinate amount of time playing a video game for socialization. Like that's that he, he could, he couldn't like get that, that. It's more than just a game. It's it's the community. It's the people that you're around. Oh. Keeping up with everybody, you know, keeping yeah. up with what's going on in their lives and supporting each other. And, and you know, when somebody has a down day, then those people are there to lift you up. It doesn't matter yeah. if... It, yeah, obviously it's a little less personal because you're not right in front of the person. You can't, like, reach out and can shake their hand or give them a big old bear hug. Right. But at the same time, you're still making this human connection and the medium for that is this game. And it was like, I, I was like having to explain that to him that we're like the, the community, you take the game away and the community still here. Yeah. That is the biggest part of what we do and why we do what we do is because of the people. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: absolutely. absolutely. I mean, it's to me, it's, it's so like, I don't know any other way at this point. Like when I first met both of you, I I I just, I don't, like, I was the only one I knew playing SWTOR in 2012. Like, I don't know any other way to live now, legit. Like, for a real friend, like, you know, just the real life friends to me are ones that live states and states away. Like, I, I know no other way now. To me, it's just like, that's what it is. Like, yeah, you have, you know, you, I have, you know, friends are in the general vicinity, but, you know, like, not like this. You know, community right. is, it's, gosh, it's, it's everything, you know? Like, and you talk, you you talk about, you know, when people have an off day, like, that happens all the time, you know? Right. Especially lately with just real world stuff going on, you know? And so people just being able to come and find a home and just chill and play, like, that's what I'm all about. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm all about. And what you see is what you get, you know? Right. like, Oh, yeah. It's just, I... I could gush about that for like 30 minutes, but it it really rings true. You know, community doesn't have boundaries. You know, it goes states, continents, all over the world.
2: Yeah, and what's nice about it, too, is how much time you spend with each other doing something like we do, right? How else are you going to vanquish an enemy at the end of a dungeon, right? Yeah. How else are you going to be a superhero, basically, and run down with three people or four people that are good friends with you and help them? Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. But oh, yeah. my thing is, is... <laughs> This game gives us the ability to, to help people, to feel better. Because, I mean, you, we can tell when somebody's having a bad day because you talk to them a lot. So I notice it, yeah. you know, and I'll say, hey, are you okay? And I think sometimes people are weirded out, but it's like I spent so much time with you, I can tell when you're off. I mean, how many times have you guys said, are you okay? How many times have I said it to you guys? How many times? Yeah. It's just, right. Yeah. It's just that thing. We know each other well enough. So I don't, I get what you're saying, but I think in our society in today's age with social media and everything like that, this is the norm. This is the norm. I know a lot of people that don't hang out with people very much personally, but they have gaming community friends that they hang out with all the time. Right. It's it's a cool co- it's a cool thing. And we've got a great group. We really do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: And by the way, uh, shameless plug. Hey, look, if you're looking for a company, you know, and you want to come enjoy the la Lapian server. Talapian Taliple. What of all servers we just, Tilap. Tilin, tilin it was the
1: low pop server at the time. <laughs> <laughs> we anyway. had to make a choice.
0: If you're looking for a home, you want to come game or not. Hey, if you just want to come join the community and just chill and hang out and literally meet fans of New World all across the globe, uh, visit loreseekerscast.com. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, whatever. Check it out. Uh, it's under the company tab and uh, just click apply.
1: Yeah. Comment from Katie in chat. Uh, she says, uh, but also you attract the community that goes with the vibes you give. You guys have helped make both this and ESO communities Aww. better places. That's super, That's super awesome. sweet. And Thank w- you. speaking of the ESO community, our buddy Zynote is in chat. What's up, hey, buddy? Hey, for uh Thanks for coming. Zynote is an amazing, good fantastic, deal. one of the absolute best content creators for ESO. So good. Stop by to say hello. So what's up, dude?
0: Much love, brother. Much love. Well, everyone who's tuning in, if you missed last week on the show, we talked server transfers, which we're uh, talking about again today. Uh Starstone Barrows. We did a lore lesson on the ancients. All right, well that's part one. I think we're doing a five part around that, aren't
1: we? Is it five parts? Oh man. Um, it probably could be five parts. We're gonna be up to at least part three on the ancients guys there's a lot to talk about because it's kind of the uh the cornerstone of the game (laughs) yeah so you know (laughs) we're gonna be talking a lot of ancients here in the next few weeks and we might even like space it out if i find something else that's super freaking cool because at some point friends we're lore lessening on the soul wardens oh (laughs) (laughs) we can't pass that one up way too freaking cool so good
0: those are those people are legit uh, so anyway, this week on the show, we're doing a discussion on New World's economy. That's a big, hot topic. You push that button, and everyone just, fire goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, there's gold? You can make gold in this game? Reminds me of the gif where it's like, everything is fine? The guy's sitting there at the table, and there's fire all around him. But uh, server transfers <laughs> update 1.0.3, gold duping, Halloween items, and a lore breakdown on the ancients part one, so you can look forward to that. Gentlemen... There was some Halloweener items uh, were uh, uh, Halloween items that were put out on the store this week. We're just going to keep moving on. It's best if you don't stop and they don't recognize. Uh, there's an October store update. Uh, they totally know. October 20th. Uh, for those who, uh, if you didn't know, maybe you were not playing. I don't know. But anyway, so everyone gets a free pumpkin house decoration.
1: Oh, pumpkin. There's, there's two so cool. of them.
2: There's two of them. What I got two? I got two. You got two. Oh, that's right. I didn't, okay, features. Oh, you scared me. I was like, I didn't
1: dupe it. I didn't do I think it. There's a total of five, right? Because you can you can get the two. Yeah. You get the two, and then there's the there's the um, housing pack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. one of the items
0: that they offer. And I gotta tell you, uh, let's let me find that. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh yeah, so the haunted housing decor bundle. You get the stolen gravestone, potion maker's kit, enchanted broom. uh, Vermiculated curtains, uh, bumbling cauldron, the conjuring crystal, uh, scape gr- was that? Scape grace, Jack's f- uh, fatuous lantern, frightful lantern, uh, lavicious, uh lantern, and then the haunted candelabra. <laughs> what?
1: What? You said bumbling. <laughs> you said bumbling. What's this supposed you- to be? Co- Bubbling, it's dude. Bubbling, uh, bro. Man, oh, my on, God, bro. Man. You kill me. <laughs> oh, Champ. <laughs> See, Champ, on, is exper- Champ is experiencing the, the joy of Jib's pronunciations. <laughs> it's not even dwimmer, And no Jib's <laughs> isn't drunk, Jeffy. I'm not at all.
0: I just suck at speaking.
1: <laughs> he's, yeah, he's rarely oh. drunk. It's just his voice box that's drunk AF. Half the time. Oh my God, seven. Man. Like
0: I couldn't. You're gonna it. kill me. I couldn't pronounce oh.
1: crap on ESL so when it came to Dwemer. Dwemer, crap. it's bubbling, dude.
0: Bubbling. It's bubbling. Bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
1: Continue. Continue. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. So anyway. <laughs> I needed. I needed this laugh. <laughs> so for masks,
0: we got the headwear skins. These are coming out on the 26th. Uh, You've got the elemental mask. uh, You've got the demon mask. You've got the elusive one mask. And I think one that I know at least two out of three, because you never know on the hundred percent. Plague Doctor mask. I'm assuming we're all going to grab uh, all those masks of seven thousand marks of fortune. Those are pretty cool. Officially getting some releases on that.
1: Yes, um, the um, the Plague Doctor one though. That's that's like the Plague Doctor half mask. I'm telling you, like my number one goal in this game is to get to end game and get the Plague the entire Plague Doctor set mm. has. Has to happen for cash for sure. I think that is the coolest, most innovative time period, perfect introduction into this game. It's super iconic. I'm gushing. I love that. I want it bad.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agree to all of that. All of it. Like it, you know, like some of this is really isn't my style. Um, but the one that really rings true for me is the Plague Doctor, mainly because of a Syndicate. Um yeah. It's like the dollar. This sounds really bad because I don't want to diminish how this looks. But until I get that armor set, you know, like the the uh, level sixty armor set, you know, for the uh, for the faction, I feel like this is the Dollar General version of the headpiece I'm going to get.
1: <laughs> and I can't wait to wear that Dollar General piece. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will. I'll be very honest. I was um, I was really bummed as I started to ascend in syndicate rank. Yeah. And and I and I started acquiring the the uh, hi, you know the higher tier sets of gear, and for light armor that freaking wig is uh, still it's still the render for uh, for that for all levels. I was just like,
0: oh, that's a little rough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just I just I'm rocking the bald. I like just I haven't I haven't had a helmet on almost this entire time.
0: Why the wig? Why the wig? That's.
1: I want to know why the wig is it's it's time period appropriate? It totally is. You know, for like for because that's like that was part of the style for for nobles and parliament and such at at the time. So, like even yeah, I mean it's it's a British thing. It's quite British.
0: <laughs> Jeffy well, says you got something against people with hair. <laughs> yeah,
1: I have a lot. I have a lot against sh- the fact that you have hair that's what i have especially you cuz you got a nice <laughs> thick head of hair so there's that here's a big thing
2: i don't think you understand how great i think the wig and that coat looks it was i best. think it looks amazing dude and i'm going to be honest with you it fits your personality it's almost <laughs> like they made that no real talk but it's almost like they made that for you dude because you do that hoity toity british thing when you yell "Healy feelys or yeah. or cheese roll and it fits that style i'm just telling you yeah. Step it's, in the green you know. hilly fillies or I'll <laughs> step
1: over your corpse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. It actually fits the RP version of my character. I like my character's backstory super well, and I'm totally nerding right now, but yeah. it is he's British, so it totally fits him. He's oh. a master of disguise. Oh.
2: Dude, when you play with a rapier, you have to sound, make those sound effects. Oh.
0: No. and and, uh, I'm telling you,
1: if if you caught the stream the other night because Jibs was solo Uh. streaming the other night and he was doing it involuntarily because he had he just started using the rapier and every time he would do that he would go (laughs) oh and I don't know if you even caught it, bro, but you kept doing it and I was dying. It's like (laughs) oh he doesn't even know he's doing it Mm. (laughs) Full immersion. Huh. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty funny.
2: Anybody got any French fries in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. So this master thing, uh, we've also got the Pharaoh's Curse, the battle axe, which looks like a Pharaoh-styled uh, 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 axe. You know, Egyptian-styled axe, excuse me, uh, which looks awesome. The skull in the middle. Uh, we have the life staff, which is the Black Widow staff that has the spiders on it. I wish those animated. Were those? Yeah, those they, do they
1: animate? now they're not but no? that okay. it was it was made for me it was like okay we're going to put this in the game for all the halloween freaks because some of them are going to be healers yeah oh oh and yeah and that was that yeah, yeah. really i got to be honest that is the only thing that i've bought so far is that i'm really really waiting cuz i think what's going to happen is i think there's going to be a steady amount of some pretty kickass shit that's going to oh, be dropped into the store absolutely so, I'm kind of waiting. Actually, I, I take that back. I actually bought a skin, too, that I've been rocking. Um, but, uh, but I really, really, really like that Lifestaff. It's bitchin'.
0: Yeah. You know, as far as... And this kind of goes to, from any game I've seen launch, let me be very clear, like, this is where I'm coming from with this, not a knock at anything what this store looks like. Typically, it takes them, and when I say them, I mean companies, a little bit of time to get that store into the the really you know that really good good stuff right Uh, and that and it's just because it just naturally takes time and that's totally fine uh but i mean i remember seeing it with uh this is a really probably a random example to some but i remember uh call of duty the most recent one came out and like eh, three months later oh you know so it's just oh yeah it's just one of those kind of transitions it was the same thing with eso
1: oh absolutely ESO uh, would have they would have some stuff that was like mediocre, and then they would they would show stuff that was like, I I I cannot play another day of this game without having that. Like I have to have this. I have to have that. Right. So right. But you know, a little bit for everybody. There's a little bit for everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. What what
2: there wasn't though is like a witch costume or like you know like a female esque more. halloween style right i would have loved to seen like something witchy maybe Mm -hmm. with a nice big pointed hat because that'll fit right or maybe like a like a black cloak with a faceless cover right where your face is blacked out right and with some stitching and stuff yeah that way because how many people are using heavy armor with you know like a life staff and and you know trying to do that right with the pvp stuff right yeah but like you said if you don't have a good skin for it You can't find good looks, give the people an ability to have like a couple of cloaky, witchy, warlocky, druidy kind of things, right? That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I hope they keep, in that regard, I hope they keep building upon the base set of items here. Like I look at this and I I grant, I get it's seasonal, but I'm thinking 2022. Like I hope this comes back, hope they add more and just keep throughout the years, just keep growing and growing and growing this, you know, this, uh, Whole uh, inventory of items. So,
1: yeah. And, and you know what, too? Here's, here's the other thing, folks is that, um, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty positive that they were, they've already talked about holidays in this game. Yeah. And that's a, that was a pretty open thing that, that they talked about that they were going to be doing. And they mentioned the fact that there's not going to be a holiday event this year because they have funneled all of their resources towards bug fixes and stuff. So, the priorities are right. Yeah. So, you know, here we are three weeks in talking about the things that could be added to the store where we kn- we know what's going to happen. Once these bugs get hammered out, once these yeah. the server transfers economy are handled, on. we're going to talk about the economy here coming up. Once all of these really important gameplay things start to get hammered out and are running smoothly, then the cosmetics and, you know, the lesser game breaking things are going to start coming into the game and into the store. Here's another
2: thing. What if they had a plan to do the Halloween event to give us more skins, but in the event. So these are the ones that they're selling. And let's say that, you know, for instance, there's a Frankenstein hammer. There's no Frankenstein armor. What if they had Mm. plans to do that with their release? Right. So like, if you do this achievement or you get this many tokens, like whatever games are right when you have your holiday event and they were going to release skins to go in relation with, the weapon so maybe the black widow weapon had a a, maybe like a a vampire-esque black dress with some red trim right that that would have been cool right for like that that would have went with the staff because it seems like they were made for a set right but there's no set that goes with it so maybe that was the plan and that's why we have small parts of it and we're like well why'd you give me a frankenstein hammer and no frankenstein armor maybe they were going to do that with the event and they pulled the event to ensure they could get the content where it needed to be right i mean it's plausible right I'm yeah. glad they did that you know just quick
0: side note like I'm glad that they did that um I mean we all wanted that event I mean that was no secret but at the same token like there are clearly way more important things that need to be worked on right now than you know putting in an event um in the game so early on so uh yeah, and, and I'm, he, I'm not bummed no no not at all um, so we also got the Skeletal Rapier. That's a new weapon skin. You got the Frankenstein Hammer, like you had already stated, Champ. Um, we got the Skeletal ca- Chevalier. Is that? Am I close? Chevalier? Yeah? No? Chevalier? Yeah? Yeah? That sounds yeah, right. felt right. All right, so we'll anyway. Allow it. Yeah, thank you. It uh, looks like a little bit of a metal skeleton with skulls on the, pau- the uh, pauldrons, claws for the fingertips, and then you got that skeletal helm with the crown. That one looks pretty dope. For anyone wearing heavy armor, that's your jam. I mean, Champ, you were wearing it last night at the uh Portals event that we had at the Lore Seeker Company, so that looked pretty good, man.
2: Yeah, I was running uh Bow Musket with that on and it was fabulous. Yeah, that fabulous. was pretty cool.
1: That was a cool one. You know, you know, now that I think about it, I know I think Champ you mentioned um like a witchy looking hat. I did see that in game today. Now I know it's it's not a shop thing, obviously, but it is out there. I saw one of those, you know. It, it looks, it's a witch's hat with a big giant pointy. It's like a witch wizard, but it was there. So, and I'm still finding that, especially now that I'm going into some of the higher level zones, you go into these higher level zones and then you see all the sixties, you know, coming from, coming down from the Hills, come down from Shatter Mountain and all that stuff. And they're wearing some really cool looking stuff. Yeah. So it it's out there. I think there's just, a, there's a lot more, there's an escalation of, how the of how the different sets look as you get higher the freaking cooler the stuff starts to look
0: oh I, I that's what I want I don't want my coolest yeah. item oh, to, sure. I don't want my coolest item at level five you know what I mean like let let me
1: have that slow build come on man I want to get all the way to level 60 and be it full end game content and then get my blousey shirt
0: what <laughs> the with the frolies uh, flulies yeah the little my, my white
1: my white fluffly pirate shirt yeah, uh, that's my in, that's my end game gear. and speaking of we got the bloodthirsty count that's the
0: vampire uh out outfit that's got the doilies
1: on the uh on the calves. <laughs> i wear the swashbuckler <laughs> boots with this
0: i like this <laughs> outfit that makes me laugh <laughs> Every time.
1: yeah uh he lo- he looks like one of the vampires from um this uh, yes. yeah um uh, uh, what's the name of that show uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, dude. I love that. Ch- <laughs> I know he looks like one of the vampires so much. That. Oh, <laughs> yes, that is an Andor 100
2: percent. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I ran up to a guy with in-game chat on and I went, excuse me, but can I help you? Do you want something? And he took off running <laughs> and he was yeah. yelling and he was Come yelling. On. He yelled in voice chat vampire and just took <laughs> off. running. It was fabulous, dude. <laughs> It was so
1: good. Uh-oh. It was so
2: good. The chance that he had <laughs> it on, man, it was so good. That's so fun. Yeah, I
1: haven't seen a whole lot of that on our server. I haven't seen a ton of proximity chat.
2: Oh, it's coming. I do it all the time. It's coming. And you find them. When yeah. you when you do it, you notice they're doing it because they'll respond to you. And it's quite, it's quite humorous. Every now and then you get the, the one thing you don't want to hear, right? But for the most yeah. part, it's been fun.
0: One of my favorite yeah. pastimes is going on YouTube and looking up voice chat New World Highlights. You don't walk away disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's
1: people, there's some really witty people out there who say some funny crap. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So, anyway, we're going to wrap this one up here. And then on top of that, you got the Shroud of the Pharaoh. Uh, this is the last part of the. Uh, I, honestly, to me, this is the most tempting one. Cash, and I know you're not a fan of the uh, the head wrap. Looks like he's heavily it. injured. But I wear it.
2: <laughs> I, I, run like to, I run up to I up cash in game and he goes, you look like you were badly bandaged by a bad medic. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell, man? I know, it's terrible bandaging I just, job. Oh. I just bought this from Amazon, man. This is good stuff. This oh, was one day t-
1: shipping. Here's a couple <laughs> Tylenol and a heel. couple Tylenol. <laughs> and Take that thing off.
2: We <laughs> a little Motrin for you. Yeah.
1: there's <laughs> 600
0: milligrams. You go rest, okay? Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's out and about. A lot of people are wearing that. That's a good time. I think it's it goes without saying there while all this is you know while all this fun stuff is being added to the game, there's clearly some some issues that are happening. And we knew this before we jump into all this, because you know we got quite a few quite a few things to talk about. This is part of the development cycle. Everything we're about to talk about. Like when you start in into a brand new game, you have Every, I mean, you, you. there's a certain level of like, hey, I need to accept the fact that I'm in this now. And I mean, I'll speak strictly to us. We're creating content in this now. We're here from day one till, you know, in the, the line. And like, you're married to that development cycle. I, for one, I'm excited for it. I know there's some things we're going to talk about. <laughs> Regardless of what happens, I just keep watching it, eating popcorn, like what's going to happen? I want to see what's going to happen. But like, this is part of the development cycle. And part of that starts with the server transfers. So in patch 1.0.3 that came across the board, uh, this past week, they put the final piece in play for the server transfers and it quickly. It Well, it's now disabled. Yeah, it, it went bad. Yeah, it didn't it didn't uh, really there, there is a hole. There there, there was there wasn't batting a hundred on that one. That 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 feature wasn't ready, I guess. Or they ran there were some issues they ran into. Not the fact it wasn't ready, but you know some things happened. And uh champ There was gold duping. Yeah, yeah. Uh and then issues with people
2: getting transferred. Like what was what was the what was the full deal on that? So what happened was is when people would go into transfer off the server, they would activate the, the transfer, and they would get a character persist failure as a bug, and it would just pop up as an error or whatever. And then someone figured out through that process that if you had that bug, you had a chance to be able to trade gold to somebody, log out of the game, log back into the game, the gold was still there. So they were duping massive amounts of gold on top of an already depreciating economy right at least on our server right and and then that's that's a, everywhere everybody's talking about the economy so not only is the economy just not where they expected it to be and it doesn't have a balance and we'll talk about what we think might balance it out here in a you know a few minutes but yeah this caused it to be even worse because now gold is almost meaningless because you can dupe so much of it plus i think the addition of resources are way too easy to get there's really? just way, there's way too much. Yeah. There's no scarcity. So there's no, there's no market. So I think with the ability to, I can run a my iron node route, get a thousand ore, drop it off, go back and get another thousand. It, it seems like I never have a problem finding resources. So I think it might be coupled with the gold duping on top of the economy is just not where it needs to be because of the size of the servers, because there's no way to make gold and there's no way to sell things. You know, the the baseline gold, right? And I think that's important to have in these games at the beginning when you have a small community. Because 2,000 people supporting a community, it's kind of tough. Or if they had all of the economy into one big lump, right? Like it was a server-wide or not server-wide, but game-wide economy. And you just participated in that economy. It would make it a lot more balanced,
1: maybe. Okay. I got you. So
2: Kill Wars 2 did that,
1: right?
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, CashCore.
1: No, no, no. You're fine. I just wanted to, um, look, man, you're going to find exploits and like this, this is where it gets muddy because the exploits are going to need to get fixed. Eventually I think step one, and this is me talking as a boy scout, but like step one, report it. You know what I mean? Like when there's stuff that is exploitable in the game it needs to get reported so that it can get fixed. But we all know human nature. Unfortunately, sometimes, especially gamers, if you can get ahead, they're going to get ahead. So they're going to take advantage of something like that. Now, you know, the first person to figure that out starts doing it. Then all of a sudden, you know, somehow word spreads. You know, oh, my God, I traded the gold. The gold shouldn't be there now. It's still there. Let me log out and see if it's still there again. Logs out, logs back in tries it again and, and it doubles the gold doubles. They're going to keep doing it. So I'm glad they caught it. I just think it sucks that people instead of reporting it, instead of like immediately stopping what you're doing, they continued to do it over and over again, just to try and get ahead. And that in itself is economy breaking. Cause now you now you get into a new server and you have a ton of gold. It hurts the economy an economy that's already struggling. So I guess like I just have a really hard time with people that, that have that, that don't practice morals or have a moral compass period, but it's just going to happen. I think it's human nature. Right. I'm glad they, I'm glad they hopped on top of it. I know there were, there were, um, there's a lot of people that are upset right now about the economy. And I think one of the number one reasons that people are upset with the, the economy is because number one, it's really difficult to make gold um, unless you're selling like there's there's no way once that economy kind of levels out and like, just like uh, to tag on to what Champ was saying about the fact that there's so, there's so much stuff that can that can be gotten very, very readily out there and very easily out there. And like I look at like when I was a lower level, I'm looking at Star Metal going, oh, my God, that stuff's selling It was so expensive. It's selling. Well, now it's like it's so easy to get that stuff. And as the game progresses, as people's character levels progress, a lot of that stuff is going to become, I won't say irrelevant, because people are still going to need it for crafting and such. But the prices are really pretty darn low because the markets are saturated with that stuff. So your gold making ability is going to start eventually going down because that is how they wanted us to make gold in the game is by trading back and forth with with other players they wanted the entire economy to be player driven but when making the gold is that difficult to do there does need to be something else in the game for another way for you to make gold and I think a vendor that's my personal thought vendors in the game to be able to sell your stuff to as opposed to breaking it down I think that should be at some point
2: yeah I, I could tell you for me is a vendors cool but we can go a further part and I was talking with our buddy Sonny and one of the things that he talked about was like and follow me on this the bank of a turn right so it provides a few essential functions to a Hamlet it introduces a way for adventurers to make a nominal living by unloading their goods so basically think of it as buy orders right so let's say that you have a buy order for a 20 through 29 piece of gear and that buy order will buy it from you for 20 gold right so a nominal amount right that way what happens is some adventurers they don't want to play a lot of trading posts i'm not a trader post guy i'll go up if i see a buy order for something i just sell it But in this situation, you're willing to make the minimal price and it's simply emptying their bags, which improves their gameplay experience. It removes commodities from the market or isn't going back for sale and going around and around. It's leaving. This lowers the surplus of raw materials, increasing the price. And finally, it provides a base stable price for commodities. Iron ore will never go below a certain price because the bank is willing to buy it for that amount. This would force prices to stabilize on the low end. Perhaps as your reputation improves within a territory, the bank is willing to provide you with greater compensation for your goods. So what if as you get standing, you get a choice to pick that you can sell your your wares for five percent more. Right. And then you can go up to 50 percent. So you could literally make 50 gold on a piece of gear where you normally get 15 for it. Mm. And you could have it in an RP way to where they can add it into the story. It's not a bad concept. It's better no. than a NPC that you just walk up to. It almost makes it feel like you're playing in it. Tie that into the economy and the taxes that the, the group is. So if the syndicate owns that town, have that be taxed and have that tax given out to whatever syndicate people own towns. So it's part of the economy, right? It helps to help them. It's kind of a neat concept. I, I tipped my hat to Sonny when he said it. It's a great idea. Yeah absolutely we, uh, that was uh, honestly
0: probably one of the f- more fun conversations I've had recently just talking about economy in the uh, company chat uh, I come I come from a business background uh, I love like that and that's the drive you know when you start a business success obviously yeah but you, to make money and with Sonny and I were talking there was more um, uh, you were in there, champ uh, we we're all just sitting there talking shooting. Rob
1: you were there
0: you were there <laughs> and
2: uh <laughs> i'm not finishing i appreciate the setup but no <laughs> sorry trying to catch me slipping
0: sorry and uh it was just cool to hear the concept because here's the deal normally you deal with inflation in mmos we're dealing with deflation which brought back you know i come kind of come back to the idea of when i remember i was in college and i I'm not, you know, you have people who were majoring in economy and all that, and, uh, made uh, minor macro economics and all that. I love those people because they have the data. They're very, very good with the data there, and they really understand providing baselines for making money. I feel the same way when it comes to New World. Yes, it should be player-driven. That's what makes us unique. That's one of the things that they bet on. You should not change that. You should not touch that. But there has to be a baseline provided. When you have that baseline feature, it's just kind of like that foundation. Like no matter what happens, you know, you're going to have this foundation. And then the economy can build off of that foundation. I mean, you know, we were talking about EVE Online as well. EVE Online, is I mean, the economy there is, it's crazy. You know, anyone you talk to, they'll tell you the economy's is crazy. It's, you know, economy driven game. You spend all this time, you lose real real world money, all all this, you know, eventually it'll always come back to money. And it's, I don't have an answer for it, but I believe what Sunny provided genuinely, I think that that is amazing. I think it it fits the lore well, a lore standpoint. People who have been on Eternum for a while and want to provide something, um, you know, provide that base level of commerce. Uh, And also it gives us a reference point to use as players
2: to funnel money. To the Black Desert Online thing. Like Edge brought it up. Run boxes from one city to another city and get paid right. in gold, right? Yeah. Get paid in gold to do a service. Yeah. And then if you PVP flag, it's a higher thing or you get more money or you get more resources. But there are ways to make gold and not have to sell items. I get that. But what I'm saying is, is it's not working right now, so we have to figure something out. And I realize that commodities are going to go up but right now, I have thrown star metal on the ground because I don't want to put it up for a penny with the other fifty five listings of it for a penny, yeah, because that is it doesn't pay me for my time you know you go out, you dig that it takes you 15, 20 seconds with a good set of tools to get a piece of star metal out, right yeah, and you start adding all that up i'll go back to the to the settlement and have two thousand you know pounds of or two thousand pieces of star metal or And I can't sell it. I mean, I can put it up for one cent, but I might sell it, I might not. There's another 30 things. So I get that there's going to be a market for it, but right now there's not. And what happens when the servers lose members? On a 2,000-player server, if it's player-driven, every person that leaves depreciates that economy. That's one less person buying and selling and trading. Right. And right. and so it's it's such an, an unstable thing with the amount of players. Maybe if we had ten thousand people on a server, and I know we don't want that, but if you did, you'd have more people to put into the economy. You would have more to deal with the ebb and flow of losing people, and that's right. the big thing, right? It, I just don't. I think their concept is good, but it has to be at a bigger scale.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash. Yeah, I um I agree there. I I like the fact that um that Sunny's idea of that Bank of Eternum. It removes things from circulation, and by doing that, you're you're adding to the demand for those things to be. It's it would add to the demand for constant uh, harvesting of things out there. Yeah. So all you know, so so the markets don't become super saturated, and in a way, it's just, it's having a more complicated vendor is really what it is. But I like um, I like the thought of something like that coming in to where it it just it keeps the economy moving. It's kind of like it's kind of like conservation in in hunting. Yeah. Where you know when an area is oversaturated with with animals there needs to be a healthy culling of those animals in order to in order to keep that population of animals healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and that's what the whole thing conservation same thing with trees. You know, it's so Yeah. I, th- I think something does need to be done for sure because if it continues in, in the path that, that we're going, I think the, um, the markets are going to kind of stagnate a bit.
0: Yeah. And, and honestly, so. it's almost like a perfect storm for deflation right now. You, you have overpopulation as far as nodes. I, I, the more and more I think about that champ, I totally in agreement. Um, so you have that overpopulation of nodes. So Mark flooding, the markets are happening. Um, And on top of that, you have, as you get higher in levels, it's more difficult and difficult to make gold. You know, there's, there's reports of people going out and doing the town board missions. They're paying more for their repair bills than they are for the gold they're getting from doing them. Like, where's the reward there? You know, the, the risk is clearly outweighing
2: that reward. When your weapon breaks, it in some instances is cheaper for you to go to the auction house and buy a new weapon than it is for you to repair the weapon sure yeah, that's true. happened to me really so true. there is a huge problem with this economy yeah. it is and my biggest thing and the one thing i want to say leaving it is i know a lot of people have spoken it. we're not the only content creators that speak on it of course but but solutions need to be presented right you might come up with a concept you never know what might work you never know who they're listening to constructive criticism is very important yes i don't appreciate the fact that the economy is the way it is just as much as someone who's sour about it the only difference is is i love i love this game yes i do and i know i fanboy you know what if you don't like it sorry it's kind of why i mean we do a show (laughs) right yeah
1: we spend a lot of time doing content for (laughs) this game we're fanboys okay so just absorb it swallow the
2: pill And just understand that we're always going to present this in a lighter sort and giving solutions as we have discussed it with our community. I didn't come up with all these concepts. These are conversations that we have. We have these long conversations in discord with our members where we talk about these things. And there's some very smart people in our community that have great ideas. There's a fix and they will fix it. They have got to have somebody that knows how to run an economy at, at Amazon to help them.
0: Yeah. And uh, look, I would encourage everyone like, Please, like everything you just said, and and I want to add, please give, everyone listening, please give feedback. Please go to the forums. Please, you know, use, even use Reddit. They're watching Reddit. They're watching Twitter. Give them feedback because it's one thing just like, like Champ said, it's one thing just to give criticism and walk away. Like, well, you did nothing except complain. Give criticism, but give them feedback that they can, you know, constructive criticism they can use. And uh, this is, this is, again, this is the part of you're in the development cycle. I guarantee you, there will be a time in the future. Remember when deflation was in an MMO and everything like this is never, as far as I understand, this has never occurred ever that I've seen in any game. I don't know any MMO like triple, You know, if there was some like one-off indie MMO, like you know, but I mean, like any AAA MMO that's ever dealt with deflation in this massive form a so early on in the game uh which honestly if they if, when they get to the point where they can knock this out of the park how good is that so early on in the game you know yeah uh,
1: it, it something does need to be done because i mean even within the last three weeks um like i've watched certain items go from being you know one gold or even two gold to now it's like 0. 0.02 0. 0.01 yeah like what yeah <laughs> like i'm literally giving a mass. i'm selling a massive stack of this for like you know 5.2 gold yeah you know it's like it's it's not even worth the run back to town <laughs> yeah well,
0: honestly if <laughs> you uh, know yeah yeah everyone's gonna handle it differently me i'm going to reinvesting right back into crafting so i'm not even making money really anyway i'm just investing for future investments um but yeah Everyone, please, 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 please go to the forums, Twitter, Reddit, wherever. Just give them feedback because we need that.
1: We all win when this wins, you know? So. Yeah. Somebody out there has a freaking kick butt idea that if they haven't gotten it figured out yet, then they might take your idea. There you so, go. Yep. Well, so anyway, thanks. Thanks to Sonny for that. Appreciate uh, his idea. I thought it was pretty cool. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen.
0: I'm ready for, uh... I was standing up on this one. I'm ready. Are you, are you ready for the Lord Breakdown? I am ready. Can't believe we're here already. All right, so here we go. Uh... Yeah, let's do this. All right. Oh, wait, I don't know
1: what... Yeah, you go ahead. I don't know what I'm doing. No, you go ahead and go. No. This, is, this is good. This is good. Go I, with it. Let's f- go with it. I feel uncomfortable it. now. You just <laughs> need... <mean>, I'm
0: <laughs> I feel like that guy who accidentally put the spotlight on the wrong speaker at a convention, and the guy's just standing there looking around like,
1: "What? I What?" <laughs> everybody, everybody else just took a big step back, and you're the only yeah, one sitting there in the I'm spotlight. Just gonna, just, uh, I'm just gonna just almost no, that's say okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, I'm gonna put the spotlight on on both of you guys here in a second. But um you no, know, friends, we are. I, I'm really enjoying the way that we're doing this. So one week we're bringing you a lore lesson, all shiny and new, in video format, and letting you absorb that and letting you think about a week on it. And then the next week we're coming back and doing the lore breakdown on that previous week's lore lesson. And it's actually been a lot of freaking fun to do that because we have to, we get to have some good conversations about what's going on out there. So um, this format I think uh, is really, has really been good for us and and hopefully, hopefully everybody's enjoying it too. Anyway. So this week friends, we are going to be breaking down our lore lesson from last week, which was part one of the Ancients. And you, the way that we're kind of doing things is we're tying this into like our overall uh, role play story for lore seekers. But at the same time, we're teaching you about the lore of the game. So last week, one of the, one of the biggest things that we talked about last week on our lore lesson was... All of these little skeletons and all this different kind of armor that you're running into when you are anywhere near these ruins, the ruins of uh, the ancient guardians, or the ruins of the ancients, basically, that they constructed years ago or possibly enslaved people to, to make for them. But the ancient guardians have armors from several different time periods all across history of the world and i love absolutely love that fact that some of them are wearing like roman armor some of them are wearing uh armor of the templars yeah some are in heavy armor some have no armor at all but if you look at the weapons that they're that they're using You can kind of tell what time period some of those weapons came from. And also pay very close attention to a lot of the enemies because some of the enemies in this game have armor or have weapon setups that we have not seen yet. Yup. For the players. So I think those are like little Easter eggs that they're throwing out at us that, hey, at one point you will probably be able to dual wield blunderbusses. (laughs) Like, what? Boy, that's going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be freaking amazing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So these ancient guardians who guard these sites of the ancients, that is one of the big questions is number one, how did they get there? Number two, what powers them? And number three, what are they protecting? How were they set in motion to be able to be eternal servants? how can you cut one in half and it dies and respawns with an upper torso and it still comes after you? That is what is amazing. And I think I'll throw this to you guys. The power that was bestowed upon them sits within their chest in the form of Azoth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's cool because there's so many unknowns about Azoth. Like currently, like the sky's the limit, right? So it's kind of like you're taking that standpoint of like, well, anything's possible. Like, you don't, we don't know. We haven't been given those lore limits yet of what it can't do. We only know what it can do. And, uh, yeah, I I like seeing, I'm trying not to jump ahead because there's so many points there. (laughs) I yeah, just
1: just go, you got I something remember. pops in your head
0: well, I, like I, we were having a conversation with someone and we are talking about you know, like regarding you know, you talk about the Azoth infused into their chest, right you know, we were talking not not even 40 hours ago about how, you know, it's important just in real life whenever you're working on anything whether it's, you know, if your job, your career, your your content creation to protect your heart because everything you do flows from your heart and it just so happens that like that's just like pretty much the area where you see that glowing from these dudes dudettes you know it's just and it's just like and that's the thing that keeps bringing them back over and over and over and like i i i know that the ancients dealt with manipulating azoth and we know that there was experiments that were ran and it just to me i don't it it I think I want, I find myself wanting, again, to know the limits of what this can do, just to kind of help me get a little bit better clarity
2: and understanding of it. So knowing Superman's kryptonite. Yes. So knowing what the other side of it, it, you know, the thing for me is, is I have always wondered why are there four different types? Yeah. And why were they made that way? Was it because of the basis of who they were? Yeah. Were the blue ancients, were they pure? and they were there for good reasons to get things maybe to help family yeah and the corrupted people were what's well, just like they say with cocaine it's going to exemplify whatever your trade is and so if you are kind of an asshole you're going to be a bigger one right <laughs> so maybe that's the effect it had yeah thorpe right oh yeah yeah yep. wow nice pull yep so i mean maybe that's maybe that's how it how you're chosen on what you're going to be is by your own doings or your own way of thinking or
1: the core of who you are.
2: I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when you get into, when you start to get into the nitty gritty a little bit and you start to, uh, you, you know, you watch the videos, you start to pick up some of the lore pages, you talk to um, uh, the researcher, William Heron. One of the things that he mentions is that he truly believes in his research that, at some point there was a great conflict in between the ancients and an unknown entity. And the soldiers who happened to be on the Island at that time became eternally enslaved by the ancients. They were able to take these beings over and enslave them. Now, who was that con? Who was that conflict between? Well, as I read more lore pages, and, and some of it's going to kind of creep into into next week a little bit when we cover uh, the Vega Bridge down in Weaver's Fen, there are ancient statues on the bridge in Weaver's Fen, Vega Bridge. And there is a series of lore pages down there that talks of witnesses to those statues being moved from point A to point B to be placed onto that bridge. And the people that were the beings that were doing it were ancient guardians. They were the ones that were doing it, but they all started off as humans. And in this particular lore lesson, we talk about some locations where they believe that the transformation of a human being into an ancient guardian takes place. And they're saying that, or at least William Heron believes, that these ruins where this takes place is at the Pools of Eternity in Reekwater. Now, that is not some place that I have reached quite yet in my own experiences. So if you have, I'm sure there's a series of lore pages there that kind of explain it. But in between the pools of eternity at Reekwater, the, laz, the Lazarus instrumentality, the monument at, at Morningdale, which I just screenshotted today because I just got there today going through my going through my quest line. And I was like, that's it. This is part of why I freaking nerd out so hard is because <laughs> I research all this stuff. And then when I get to those points in the game, I nerd boner like I can't help it. <laughs> it's, he squeals. He squeals. I, I squeeze for sure. <laughs> For sure. Squirrels. And then um, and then the shattered obelisk. Mm-hmm. Now, these these four sites have incredible meaning and power, and there is a story behind them as to how the ancient guardians become the ancient guardians, what the ancients actually did to get them to this point. And the big question, I'll throw this back at you guys. The big question is their experimentation with Azoth, did that have something to do with their demise?
2: I think so. And the reason why I think that is because, you remember the video where you see the two Roman soldiers grabbing the red stone out of the perfectly preserved statue? Yes. And it was a statue standing up, they took the red stone out and then you see them take it and then you see the termination of that statue. Right. You see it start to fall and then it's on its side. And then another group comes up of humans and they're searching for something. And they go to touch the red. And then here comes those Romans. Now, if you look at that statue that gave you a timestamp, so they've been there for eternity for as long as they have been there. Right. And they were the ones guarding that. So it's almost like if you try to take the as off to power for to power yourself for the, the, you know, greed or whatever, it takes you over and it makes you fight in defense of the thing you took. That's what I took away from that video and that stuck with me this whole time.
1: Would you say it corrupts you? Yes. Ah. Yes. Ah, see what Ah. low hanging fruit. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um Do I think that led to the demise? Yes. Um I still go back to the tower um oh, what's its name? Uh f- the the explosions f- frozen in time. Um Shattered Obelisk. Thank you, Shattered Obelisk. Uh that to me is the biggest mystery there. I think that that in a lot of ways holds the basis like the 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 basis of the key of what everything is about with them. Like it the rings of a tree, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh and, and going back to the ancient guardians that protect them. I think that they're protecting I still think there's ancients ancients somewhere in there whether they're in like stasis of some kind, because you know you look at the obelisk and clearly there's some kind of stasis going on there, pre- preservation right. there of some sort. I think that whether they're in some kind of parallel like time thing going on there, I don't know, but I st- I feel like genuinely they they are protecting them, like somehow the ancients are they're not completely wiped out, but they're why I, I just don't understand why else the ancient guardians would be standing there protecting something that's nothing. You know, right, yeah
1: i I really believe that this is kind of my theory. My theory is that the ancient guardians are protecting those ancient sites of power from people who would come in with ill intent because they know the power of Azoth when it's used for dastardly deeds when somebody has um, ill intentions. I believe this, I'm going to kind of take this into another IP here, but you know how like a Sith in star Wars, a Sith, a Sith accessing the force as opposed to a Jedi accessing the force. A Jedi would access the force and have control over it, over their emotions, right? Where a Sith like they're fueled by their emotions. Yeah. They let their emotions go. Mm-hmm. So you look at, and I remember the one particular point in one of the movies where Ray is super mad. She's a Jedi, right? She's on the light side. She's super angry. Spoilers. And she, yeah, spoilers. She unleashes this force lightning out of her freaking hand. That blew my mind. And I was like, Oh my God. Like that's the dark side in her releasing the power that she has. So transitioning back to new World and, and the Azoth and the ancients, I truly really believe that the ancients put the ancient guardians in place to protect those sites of power because they know what the Azoth and what that power is capable of in the wrong hands.
0: I could see that. I yeah. mean, they're eternally bound to that. As far as we know, you know, the experiments that the, that the ancients ran. On taking uh, the humans that were there, around there, like that at least that was discussed, you know, and uh, basically turning their followers into eternal servants, you know, like that, that whole, this is where it gets kind of foggy for me because there's so many unknowns about things that, like, I look forward to seeing how it all
2: plays out, how the ending solidifies. And what if Azoth is the fountain of youth? but it's not the eternity of living that you get to choose what you have. Right. So yes, you come to this Island for that eternal, but maybe the eternal you want is not what you're seeking. Now you are a, you are a victim of your own greed or wants. Right. And now you, you, you do have eternity. You cannot perish, but you also cannot leave. And you have to defend the one thing that you wanted to take for yourself. What if that's a concept, right? Because they're all searching for that, 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 I feel like that's the thing, right? Like with Isabella, she was coming there to try to find something to be able to free her father and her brothers, right? She's looking for that fountain of youth or something that gives her the ability to be strong enough to, to do that, right? So maybe this is the eternity you get for looking for that because it's not something you should have as a mortal. Right. So then you become a servant to it and you don't control anything. It controls you. And my last thing is why are the lost the only ones that are not civilized? Because the other three are. You cannot tell me the corruption and the earth people are not civilized, because they are. They communicate, they talk to you, yeah. they they use tactics that are different. They're not frailing. I want to know why the lost is different from the other three. Were That's they the worst? Really good point. Were they the were they the most evil, the most demonics? And so they were taken to that level well, and made brainless. I don't know. I see. I wonder if it has something to do with the tempest. The whole, you know, like it it
0: just ugh, I don't want to get too too much, but it just, you know, like I wonder if there was choices, like choices about Ah. what they, like this was their, this is what they received. This is what they received. You know, like if you were to put A, B, and C each getting a different kind of, I don't know, like a result of something or like um, uh, some form of damnation, you know, like I, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Why are they different?
1: That's cool. We, we will definitely be uh, dedicating an entire lore lesson to all these different baddies, um, including the Lost. So we're, we're definitely going to dive into that at, at some point. But I think I think what is, what's intriguing is that in the world, no matter what you kill, who you kill, they are all reclaimed by the island. And the, the azoth that's infused within the ground, you, you can watch it happen and you can watch them come back, come back and be resurrected. Yeah. And uh, I love the fact that they, that they have tied that into the overall story. So it makes sense when something respawns. it makes sense how, when you die, you can come back. You know what I mean? It makes sense how you can travel from point A to point B using the properties of the Azoth. And I think the key to the ancients is most definitely the Azoth. And next week, when we we put our, our lore lesson out for next week, we're diving further into how the ancients were overtaken, who overtook them because it, it's out there it is It is out there in those lore pages so I, I think it might uh, might surprise a lot of people um, to see what actually happened in that struggle between the ancients and their their demise, the people who caused their demise um, I don't necessarily think that the ancients are good or evil I think they were driven by purpose okay so
0: well, I look forward to seeing how that yeah. wraps up. I want to I wanna yeah. leave this with a couple of thoughts that I'm seeing in chat. Number one, gone crazy back soon. What if they're all the same Re- regarding the the lost, you know, the corrupted and all that. What if they're all the same? Just different points in the process. Mm-hmm. Another one from Master Conneth. The lost, the ancients, the corrupted. Kind of like the Marauders, the Syndicate, the Covenant. History repeats itself. Just The next the batch. Same.
2: Yep, the next batch.
0: Yep. And then yeah, uh and there was oh I'm sorry, go ahead. You
1: no, know, I was gonna say, could that have something to do with the fact that uh as as your main story, which we're not really gonna we won't spoil much if you haven't gone through too much of it, but um the fact that the Soul Wardens are being rebuilt, basically, and there is an underlying need to bring the factions together.
0: Yeah. That's cool, yeah. Oh, well, we'll find out more in future episodes, gentlemen.
1: Yes, that was, it was good. fun. It was a fun, it was a fun discussion. I like that. It really makes you. I mean, it really picks your brain. It really makes you
2: think. <laughs> yeah, I want to keep talking. I'm not gonna lie. After yeah. what you just said, I have an idea. We need to talk after this. Just saying. <laughs> we will do that. Let's bring that into part two. Absolutely. <laughs> Seekers of Lore, this is what we're
1: about. We dig this stuff.
0: That's cool. Well, friends, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Lore Seekers for New World. And, uh, you know, if you enjoyed it, let us know how we're doing. We want to hear from you. We want to hear feedback from you, whether it's through an email, through a voicemail, through a review. For every five-star uh, written review on iTunes, we give you some love by reading your review right here on the show. we got a couple here. Uh, Amanda Gray, 825 from the USA, says really scratches the new world itch when I'm away from, from game. The podcast as always is excellent. Amanda thank you so much. It's awesome. Uh, King of Keys says didn't start listening till about a week and a half in game when I really started getting immersed and wanted to immerse more outside of the game. This podcast makes me look forward to playing every day when I get off and this podcast really helps me helps makes helps make nights go by at work truly amazing podcast. Went back and started listening to more from the beginning, but love this podcast. Hey! Thank you. That's awesome. You.
2: That's awesome. Both from the USA. Anyway, champ. Hey, you can call us at 765- 382-6961. Please keep your message to one minute or less. You can email us at loreseekerscast at gmail.com. You can find our podcast, written lore lessons and articles at loreseekercast.com.
1: Friends, follow us on social media. We have a lot of fun over on the Twitters. Jibs is at Jibs IRL. Champ is at Champ2504. You can follow our long-lost brother, Sullis, at Sullis on Twitter. You can follow myself at LoreSeekerCash. The cash is with a K. But don't forget to follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at LoreSeekersCast. Also, don't forget, friends, follow Sullis' show. It's absolutely fantastic. He presents... In his show called To A Turnum, Lore Seekers to A Turnum, he presents the company's storyline in an RP setting. He also talks running a community and community management in New World and gaming abroad. Don't forget also our cozy little home here on Twitch. Follow us here twitch.tv forward slash Lore and throw us a sub if you want to stick around. Love you a lot. Love you lots. Love you lots. Okay. <laughs> What what happened right there? Uh, I don't know. You may have struck that for a minute.
0: (laughs) Well, I love you all. Ah. (laughs) Oh, friends, well, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you, and uh, have a great week in New World and Life. We'll see you next week.